Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Offend to Offend, episode 36, the safe place where I am allowed to speak openly about my criticisms of people and society. I am your host, Frenny's Coupe, and I hope you will remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. Oh, what is up, guys? What is up? And I also like to say, every time I put these headphones on, and be up against this mic, I feel like I'm dissing somebody in the studio. So you may see a rapping career coming out of me soon because some of y'all asses need to be dissed by me, okay? All right? So today, 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 I am serving you guys up with a little story time because I have not given you guys a story time in a while and I have not embarrassed myself and I have not exposed more of myself and I know y'all like the exposure of me. Y'all love to see me get embarrassed. Y'all love to hear about those little thingy thingy things but this this um topic this story today it really contributes uh to who I am as a person you know who I am as a person why I am so hmm why am I so Frenice you know that's the only way how I can describe it why is Frenice so Frenice, so I would like to start off this episode with a simple question to you guys. What do you guys think of when you hear the state of Indiana? When you hear the state of Indiana, what do you guys think of? Do you think of white, hillbillies, racistness, Michael Jackson? What the fuck do you guys think of when you think of Indiana, one of these 50 states here? Okay, let me tell you, when I think of Indiana, I don't think of any of that shit, okay? I do not think of any of it. What comes first to mind is the birthplace of me. And also, I think first of Gary, Gary, Indiana. Yes, yes, yes. Your your girlfriend is a Gary, Indiana hoe. And I know I brought it up a couple times in this podcast because um, I do want to be true and honest with you guys. And especially with stuff like this, because it does make like it, it really shaped who I am today. It shapes who I am today. Okay. So I'm, so I'm just honest about it. Even usually, like I used to be embarrassed to, to say that shit. I used to be embarrassed, but you know what? I ain't got shit to be embarrassed about because you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. To clarify, I currently do not live there right now. Thank the Lord. But it did play a big role in my life, okay? And you're wondering, how did Frenice get to the state of Indiana, okay? Well, it starts off when a woman loves a man very much. No, my daddy moved to Indiana where my mom was born and Gary, born and raised, still living there. I'm I'm convinced she loves the hood, but that's okay. She she is a hood lady, okay? Um and she was uh she's born and raised there. My dad moved to Maryville, another northwest uh I wouldn't call it a suburb. That's kinda rough calling any place in northwest Indiana a suburb. City? Wanna know 
one of the northwest cities of Indiana. So my dad met my mom at a job they were working at together. And then apparently, allegedly, don't know how, the bitches kicked it off, okay? They kicked it off. And then they had my first brother, okay? And then they decided they wanted to get married, okay? And then they decided to have a second child. And might I add in there, I was the only baby that was planned, Yes, so I am special. Actually, fun fact, just in case you guys did not know, they actually expected to have a girl at first, and they already had my name marinating up in there. They really had my name, Frenice. They were like, we're going to name our first girl Frenice, okay? And then once a boy popped out, they're like, oh, God. What are we going to name this? We didn't prepare for a boy's name. So they just named him after my daddy. And that's why my brother is a junior. He's a junior. Okay. But they, but my name had been marinating in there since 90. Well, he's born in August. So that means he has it. Cause leave him in November. Anyway. So the marination started in 97. Cause my brother's born in 98. The marination started in 97. Okay. And look, Okay. 2000, three years later, they have Frenice the Beast, okay? And we love to see it. And they wanted to stop after there. They're like, we got a boy, we got Frenice the Beast, that's all we need. But then the accidents came. The two more accidents of my sister and my brother. But that's fine. That's fine, you know? You know, we live and we have to live things which we don't want, you know? Anyways, I digress. I get to this point of... um this situation where I grew up in. So I can like, I would just like to, to, I did not like it. I did not like it. It was not fun being over there. Like, I don't know. Like, that's why I was really confused on the fact, like, uh, coming to school, starting when I started going to school in Illinois, people were like, uh, bragging about being from the hood and I'm just like what's so good about being in the hood I hate the hood like I would I would even lie like I would even lie sometimes that I was from a neighborhood I wasn't from because I didn't like being from there childhood was hell we were broke my mom wouldn't let me go to certain field trips because she didn't trust it I was I was bullied my brother was bullied um we got our house broken into I remember one time they literally stole the tires from my grandma's car, like the right, just the right side tires, you know, and that led to a lot of issues with her, you know, uh, what is it, getting our house broken into, bad schools, bad neighborhood, couldn't play outside, imagine being a kid not being, being able to go outside, imagine that, just growing up in the house, like, who, who would want to be from the hood? That's why I was so confused. I did not like that shit, okay? So I don't know why y'all like it, but that's fine. I would literally have nightmares, okay? I would fucking have nightmares about freaking Gary, Indiana. Who wants, like, you got to live it, you got to live it, and then you sleep, and then you're still dreaming about it. The house I grew up in, um, I would just always have nightmares of me getting chased in the basement by a ghost, it's freaking spooky season down there, okay? I'm over there getting chased in the house by a ghost, and I I would have that reoccurring dream constantly, 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 okay? Constantly. And then I would also have this weird dream of me trying to use the bathroom in this big toilet, and then every time I be keep on falling in the toilet, but I kept on getting up to use the toilet again. I don't know why I kept on trying to use the toilet. 
But I kept on going back in there. That could be symbolic for something, but I don't know. I just know I kept on falling in the toilet. Okay. Um, another thing, the big black niggas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I know y'all don't like me saying the N-word, but I have to. When I think of gear, I think of big black niggas. Okay. It's been some instances where it was some big black niggas. Okay. The one time we were, uh, my, my grandmother let us go outside and we had begged her, begged her, like, please just let us go outside. Cause like our older cousin was there. Please let us go outside. Please let us go outside. And she said, fine, you know, we, we can go outside. She let us go after all that begging. And then, uh, we were just dribbling the ball. We had a little basketball. We were just dribbling the ball outside. And, um, my stupid ass brother, he somehow like, mm, he like kind of threw it over the fence and then my cousin is like I'll get it and this is my older cousin he was like probably like 20 at the time so um my brother throws the ball over the fence he said I'll get it so then he goes around the fence to, to go get the ball and then we're just in there waiting like huh, huh, I wonder where I wonder where our cousin is this nigga come running sprinting down the the freaking house he's like go 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 and I'm like what the fuck like why is he telling us to, to go and I'm just like cuz I'm kind of slow I was just looking like uh <laughs> so it's like go go in the house go in the house so then we rush in the house and he's in the so then he he shuts the door behind him and he's breathing all heavy and shit it was this big black nigga chasing him chasing him and allegedly it was over the basketball because they had an identical basketball and they thought he was trying to steal the basketball then nobody was trying to steal a fucking basketball the basketball was fucking cheap and it wasn't no Spalding, no wilson it was a regular ass basketball it was just this big black nigga in a gray tank top chasing my poor cousin down okay and then um I remember my, my, my grandma, she wanted to do, she's one of those, I told you so ladies. She said, I told you so you, y'all can't go back outside. Y'all can't go back outside. Imagine, um, just being a child during the summertime, not being able to, to go outside your entire summer. Cause I'm, I'm just convinced my dad just shipped us over there in the entire summer, which was torture. But so we were just over there inside the entire time because that one time we just wanted to have fun we wanted to be regular kids we got punished for it somehow some way just by our surroundings so i don't understand why anyone would want to enjoy that or be proud of any of that and i i don't know i can't let's let's try to go let, let's go down let's go down okay also i i mentioned how my mother grew up in Gary, and also my um, grandmother, her mother, they grew up in Gary, and they became used to it. Like, it's a bunch of big black niggas. They became big black niggas, okay? I am telling you, my mom is the biggest black nigga I know, and she's not even a man, okay? Like, this this lady, she her, her obsession with these gangster cars, you would see this girl riding with the darkest tints, blasting this music with with the deepest bass rolling down the streets like come on like you would you would not even know police would stop her because they thought that she was a fucking drug dealer and she still she still chases after these fucking cadillacs and these lexuses and i'm just like girl give it up like i i wouldn't say that to her face because she popped me but like girl give it up with these nigga cars okay literally she's she's riding around with that i'm just like girl Please, please just stop it. And also, that day, I was telling you with the the, the issue with the man chasing my cousin, uh, 
my grandma was the one to, to, to stand up to him. She was over there. She was in a, she was actually in a wheelchair that summer because uh, her foot, it was a problem with her foot. And she was the one cursing him out. She, she was like, I got guns. I got guns. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> this is a 60 year old woman. Her whole life girl pissed. She became a big black nigga. I am telling you, it really, it really shapes you. It really shapes you. I cannot with my mother and my grandmother. And that's why you think, oh, Frenice is chill. Frenice is nice. Frenice is a nice suburban girl. Know who I came from. Know who I came from, okay? <laughs> like, she did have guns. So I don't know. I don't know why she had to yell it to the whole block. Okay, block, she got guns. She got guns, okay? And um, also, speaking of big black things, my mama, too. Again, with my mama. Hello? Hello? Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I got I got cut off there but I think I know where I left off um like I said uh, with the what was I my mama there there we go my mama okay again with her the 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 black the big black nigga obsession so she would find all her mans in Gary Indiana and she wonder why they don't work out girl you need to look somewhere else okay it's it's a bunch of different places in Indiana you know we right on the border with Illinois take your ass to Illinois she would try to find the love of her life in Gary Indiana you thought finding the love of your life at the bar was bad imagine trying to find your love of your life in Gary Indiana make it make sense she keep on trying she she's trying she, she's very persistent I see but I just think she just needs to stop okay would I ever say that to her face no 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 I would not okay and if you if you're just wondering now I'm still in my introduction section but like you're wondering Frenice is there anything positive about Gary Indiana well the answer to that is he he as in Michael Jackson came from that bitch. But I noticed Michael Jackson himself never said, I'm proud to be from Gary now. Michael Jackson don't admit that. The Jacksons don't admit that. No one is proud of that, okay? So if you want to bring up something positive about Gary, don't bring up Michael Jackson. Because, look, the he died in June of 09. I don't know why I remember that. But my mom actually took us to, to go see his house. That house was embarrassing as hell. I get it why the, the Jacksons didn't want to admit that they, they were from Gary Indiana. That shit looked like shit, okay? Now, you want to say the Jackson 5? I was wondering how the Jackson 5 uh fit in that fucking house. You got Joe, the daddy. I don't know where Joe slept. That, that house looked big enough just for Joe and his wife. You got the Jackson 5. They probably sleeping in the living room. And you got freaking Tito. He came in for the Jacksons. Where was Tito sleeping? Tito's probably sleeping on the fucking porch because Tito is a dog name, by the way. Tito sleeping on the porch. You got Janet Jackson, her ass on the roof, and Latoya sleeping right next to Janet on the fucking roof. There ain't no room in that goddamn house. That shit is embarrassing. So I would just like to say, ain't shit good about Gary. Okay, and that's just what I, my observations, my life, my story about what I see from that. But I would get into this little story time about me, my childhood, whatever. But uh, that is what I will be talking about today in my episode I like to call Summer Days, Summer Nights in GI, aka Gary, Indiana. Let's get into it. Alrighty there, alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So let's get into part one, which is pre-divorce, the youngin days, the youngin days, okay? Alright, so let's let's get started with this school shit, okay? So I don't know, I don't know if you guys are like 
shocked by this statement I'm about to make right now, but your girlfriend needs she used to be a little slow, okay? I used to be slow as the slowest you fuck. Like, I have memories of my mom and dad trying to teach me my ABCs, and I would get caught up in the LMNOP. Like, I, I I was, like, confused with if M went before N and the O and the P went before the O before the N before the M. I was so confused on the LMNOP. Like, I was all confused with that. I just have memories of them trying to tune me in the basement. They were, they were like, it's so easy. Why can't you get it? Bitch, okay, I still could barely get it, okay? I still can barely get the LMNOP. Like, I cannot. I cannot, I cannot understand that. So I were just, just memories like that. I barely went to school because I hated school. School was trash. I, I spoke in my last episode about the fucking bullying. The girls, the girls would call me a boy all the time. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I would just be like, and the thing is my mama actually dressed me. Uh, did I have to wear it? I didn't wear uniforms back in kindergarten. But my mom dressed me, and I was definitely girly, like, and they still call me a boy just because of my demeanor. And then a girl trying to steal my lunch money. What fucking type of movie is this? She said, you can't have $2. You need to have $1. So I'm going to take your dollar. And I was confused, okay? I remember it was this, uh, this one dude in my class. He legitimately had 10 siblings. And I'm convinced the mom freaking ran out of names. Because one, one, one dude's name was Dudu, PP. I'm, I'm convinced he had a, another brother named Kaka. Like, it was just too much. How can you have so many kids you run out of names where you name one PP and Dudu? Like, I'm sorry. That is one vivid memory I do have. It's this one bitch. She spit on my name tag. Bitch, why are you spitting on name tags? Look, and you can say, Frenice, bullying occurs at every school. This shit is some different shit. Because why is you spitting on name tags? I understand kids will be kids, but I don't know. Those were some freaking demons, okay? Demons. And I'm just looking at it like, huh? And speaking of school, our punishment, the punishment, they hit us. They literally hit us. Indiana is so fucking backwards. They used to literally hit us with, with a ruler. And they, and the teachers determine how many times they hit us. Like, it was no, it was no, a uh, little charge to say, okay, you do this, you get this amount of hits. No, they went, wah, 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 wah. Okay, master. And what's funny is, we know, <laughs> the KKK originated <clears throat> in Indiana, actually. I think Portage, specifically. And that's not too far from Gary, actually. We would always go out there, like, and it's like, you would think, like, shit is so freaking backwards there. And you think they would be caught up by now. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. I needed a sip. But, like, it's it's just ridiculous. Just, just the schools were just different. And I know, like, different schools have different bullies. Like, yeah, okay, kids get bullied in school. But this was on a different level. I remember my brother, like, he, he had a bag of crackers. Someone took his crackers. He got beat up on the bus over some fucking crackers. And I want to know what type of crackers these is because I'm going to see if it's worth beating somebody up over. Let me see what type of crackers. Now, okay, I wouldn't beat anyone up over some saltine crackers, but I may want to beat somebody up over some Ritz crackers. The crackers matter. The type of crackers matter. Not no fucking saltine crackers. We don't do that around here, okay? Jesus. Let's bring it up. And where did I, you want to know? Frenice, how was your living? Okay, um, so my mom and my dad, 
we did end up uh, finding a house in here. We called it the White House, you know. It wasn't like the one where Barack and them was at because, you know, I don't think the White House is located over there in Indiana. Uh, but we called it the White House. And, like, we, like, I saw it something because... I had a, I actually had a room, uh, it was just like, it was my dream, because I always had that dream, I always watched it on TV, I always wanted a mom, a dad, my mom and dad together, in a house, just with, uh, you know, with siblings, whatever, and a pet, we had, we had a ghetto-ass cat named Sammy, he used to climb the tree, and he always used to scratch me, but we still had a pet, guys, we're not gonna judge, we're not gonna judge, so, that was the dream Barbie dream house, um, in my eyes, uh, a ghetto Barbie dream house, I would say, but I was young and that's what I always wanted just based off of watching TV. And you know how TV likes to brainwash people into what are like societal norms. So, so that's what I always saw. So once, so once we got that house together, even though it was in, um, <clears throat> you know, um, that's what I saw. So then one day the house we were living in, it got broken into, it got broken into, and that just really put a damper on things, like, literally, like, a damper on my dreams, I would say, so, they just stole, they stole a lot, they stole a bunch of shit, a bunch of shit, I remember they even took my brother's PlayStation 2, y'all remember the PlayStation 2, damn, I love the PlayStation 2, nothing could compare to the PlayStation 2, okay, and he was really, he was really sad about that, whatever, and I remember, uh, not too long after my grandfather actually surprised them with a with a with a new PlayStation. So so I guess that was sweet. But anyway, nobody wants to have their house broken into, you know? So that was just really depressing to, to see as a kid. So then um after that we moved uh back to our grandmother's house and I think honestly I think it's a fucking worst neighborhood actually. Yeah, so we moved to uh my grandmother's house, we stayed in our grandmother's house and they just like did up they fixed up the basement so they can live there and we slept upstairs me and my four siblings still slept up in like one room together and that's that's the way how, how we live we slept in one room it was it was kind of cramped still going to school whatever and that school it was not good I wore a uniform I remember I wasn't bullied too bad there I wasn't bullied too bad but it could have been better. And the funny part is the school was actually down the street. And my mom still didn't trust anything. She would always drive us drive us to school right right before work. Um and stuff like we she didn't trust any of that. Even when I wanted to go on uh field trips, she wouldn't let me go on field trips. I couldn't go on field trips. And the one and the one she tried to let me go to, she was like, Your brother has to go with you. Like, my older brother, because he's two years ahead of me, they're like, your brother can't go with you, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, damn, now I can't go to the field trip. So it was it was just, like, really sad just being, not to say we were sheltered in a way, it's just being prevented from doing the certain things, like, kids should be doing to have fun because you really can't get back those years clearly now I got bills (laughs) I got bills and deadlines and shit so you just can't get back that time and for those people that like to brag about that like I'm saying like yeah it makes you a more resilient person but sometimes you do want to be a regular kid you know you want to live it up okay live it up but that's why I feel like I, I missed out missed out in in life is actually being a kid (laughs) a kid kid you know 
All right. Before that gets too deep, I'll save that for the for Nisa's final thoughts. But anyway, let's go on to part two, which is the post-divorce. So, um, so as you guys know, like I said, my mom, she's the, she's the original indie animal. So she had us all move in with our dad and we stayed in, uh, he's, yeah, mm, he lived in like the uh, south suburbs-ish of Chicago and that's basically by state line. So, you know, where Indiana, Indiana, Illinois state line, that's why that, that northwest Indiana and the south suburbs, like East Chicago, all of that is interconnected. So we weren't too far. So it was more so a custody thing where um because the first few years after divorce it was like really hard on us really hard on us in terms of going back and forth going back and forth and obviously there was a preference there was a preference for me because as I said I hated being over there I wanted to go outside like and I remember like being where I was at in the south suburbs and my with my um, other grandma, my, my my dad's mother, uh, we were able to go outside. We were able to see sunlight. Like, we were able to do all of that stuff. And that's why I hated going over there. But we had to. We had to. Whether it was a summer, like, the entire summer break or the, the entire Christmas break or the, or the Thanksgiving days we had off or every weekend. It was, it was just that back and forth that I did not like. And obviously, I would try to avoid it, like, like, oh, I can't go this weekend. Like, oh, this is that. But as kids, you don't have choices. You do not have a choice in that. So <laughs> being a kid, yeah, I dealt with the uh, the harsh stuff. But the fun stuff, no, no. But it was just it was just more so just going back and forth the entire summers there. Just bring, being like depleted of that, the, the things kids should, should have, you know. And then. Even the cable, like, I know having cable is, is a luxury and stuff, but we we took, you know, the, the freaking antenna, <laughs> the antenna life, you know, we, we, we had that antenna hooked the fuck up in the living room, and we would just, we would just be watching, you know, ba- basic cable, or whatever, trying to get the, get the antenna right, so we can, you know, get the U or something, so we can watch some Family Guy, or Cubo, Cubo was a hit. Don't hit, don't hit Cubo. PBS Kids, hey, hey, don't, don't mess with PBS Kids now. That, now that is untouchable. That, that PBS Kids shit. Okay. So we, we had all that. And, um, I just remember, I remember this one fourth of July. Uh, it was, yeah, I forgot. It was maybe 2010 or 20, 20, uh, 2010, 2011. And I just remember watching the fireworks <laughs> on on TV and just watching everybody have a fun time. While on the other hand, we were inside. It was four four of us just inside, just just watching TV um, of of the fireworks. People having fun, and I was just thinking like. As a kid, I was like, "This is so depressing," <laughs> and also I was just like, "Why can't I? Why can't that be be me? Why can't that be us? Why can't we have fun? Why can't we be like other kids?" You know, what what did I do to to be in a situation like this where I can't be a kid, where I can't have fun, where I can't do just normal things? And you would even hear, like, even when I would uh, I would uh, come back to school during during the weekdays back in the South suburbs, whatever, um, I would just, 
like I would hear everybody in their stories like like oh oh we we went here we did this together I went I went to Six Flags or I I even went to fucking Kittyland Kittyland was I would be so jealous I don't know I was jealous to the point where I would kind of lie I would lie I wouldn't tell anybody about my situation I wouldn't tell anybody about my situation I was just like oh I'm from this part of Illinois I'm not uh, I don't even bring it up. I acted like that part of me just didn't exist. And because I was just so embarrassed by it. So that's why I was like really, again, confused on why people would want to be from a place like that. But I guess, I guess you, whatever, what, whatever, whatever you like, man. All right. Okay. Again, these miserable summers, miserable summers, of course. Is what I want to highlight in part three, but I but I think I, I pretty much highlighted um that aspect, but that's like one of my worst memories. I have uh hot ass house because we didn't have central air. <laughs> couldn't go outside, couldn't couldn't live live my life. Extremely boring, um dangerous. I don't know. It's it's literally nothing. Nothing you can do nothing <laughs> and it may, it made like I don't know like on paper it may be like I'm from here but like uh, looking back no it's it's not it it's not it queen it's not it and uh I like to sum this up with just uh overall like saying in my older life um the way I see it is like obviously now we have a choice like well I have a choice well all my siblings are over 18 but besides the youngest one who's 12 right now but uh, different mother so different situation but we're all old now and obviously there's no custody situation my mom my, my mom and my dad's been divorced for years and years and years so it's like it's like whatever like it's whatever I'm, I'm i'm in college so i i get there when when i can get there there's no mandated stuff um but honestly like i do i do see the I do see the effects, you know, uh, I see how, how it has made me a more resilient person, a more grateful person. I do feel like more people need to be grateful in general. Um, but I'll get there when I can get there. And when I do get there, it's fucking depressing. It, it honestly is depressing. It does, it does bring back a lot of memories and it does like, I don't know, it kind of mm, inspired me in a way to want to do something about it to help because I, I did a little research on it for, uh, yeah, I did a research on Gary and Yana. Yeah. And like, why it was such a bad economy? Why is, why is it such a concentration of black people? You, you wonder how a place gets to how it is and you see like, Oh, okay. Yeah. This race is here. This race is there. Um, but I'm just like, I just did research on it. I was seeing, how the economy crashed and how these people got here and like even listening to my grandmother who who is a walking basically history book a walking history book seven almost 70 years old a walking history book able, able to tell seeing Gary get worse every single year seeing those people around her living 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 that so it's it's good to ask questions it's good to see that and it did inspire me at one point to actually try to you know i was like oh, i want to be a politician i want to be a senator that represents that that section of northwest indiana because 
when people do think of Indiana, it's, it's like what I said before. They think it's, it's white hillbillies and, and shit like that. When it's indeed not. Because the my portion is northwest Indiana. You got you got other places besides Gary. You got you got Hammond, you got Maryville, you got you got all of that shit. Oh shit. You got Hammond, Maryville, all all of those all of those portions and people just don't see that. And I feel like those people are underrepresented. Like even asking my mother um, I'm like, when's the last time you voted? Cause I was, of course I'm still political science major. I still find interest in that. And she said, last time I voted was the 08 election for Barack Obama. And that's actually the year Indiana was blue. So that's, that's really interesting to, to see that because she saw hope. She saw faith in something, but looking at it now, you're like, okay, in the 2020 election, you see, the first state to vote for Trump was Indiana, actually, ironically enough. They are the first one to go red and vote for Trump. And you just think those, Indiana can be blue. Indiana can be blue if those people were more represented, if they felt like they, if they felt like politics were was actually doing something for them. But in the case, it's not. Because you have people just thinking, Indiana's, Indiana's, it's, it's full of Republicans and racists, when it is indeed not. It's full of people that has lost hope. Lost hope in that. Lost hope in politics. Because nothing has changed. Nothing is doing anything for them. Okay? Literally. So maybe this episode is like Frenice, Frenice wanting a pity party. I don't want a fucking pity party. I don't want your pity. Stick it, stick your pity up, stick my pity up your ass and your pity up your ass too. Cause I don't stick anything up my ass, but do, do whatever you want with that. Do, <laughs> I'm tweaking. Do whatever you want with that. I'm sorry for the noise guys. Do whatever you want with that and stick it up your ass. What the fuck is that noise? Okay, I think that was a microwave. Do do whatever you want with that. But personally, I don't. I just want to, um, I guess my goal in this was making it more aware that Indiana's not what you think it is. And, like, you need to start making assumptions. Like, start making assumptions about me. Start making assumptions about Indiana when it's not. It's just a bunch of people that gave up hope. It simply is that, okay? And I feel like a lot of the bad decisions that are made here, even by the people that want to have good intentions, are people that are misinformed and that make assumptions about every fucking thing and every fucking body. But I'm here to tell you that. And you want to attack those people that don't vote. They're the reason why. No, they're not. They're not. If you literally just, just, you know, got off your high horse and zipped up your mouth for one second, you would see... You would see these people that gave up hope. You would see why they gave up hope. You would, If you saw what they saw every day, you would see. You would see and you would understand. But you don't. But you want to keep on talking. And you want to attack me. You want to attack me for some reason because I'm just over here living my life. And I walk around with a certain demeanor. And you think I walk around like I'm hard. Okay. And if, and if, like I said, I said this in the last episode, if the shoe fits, wear it, please wear it proudly. You got it fitted and everything. Just put a sock on. Cause you don't want the shoe to stink. Wear that bitch, wear it proudly and walk away from me before you make an assumption about me and where I came from. Know this. I don't have to say anything every five seconds. I don't have to 
prove to you I don't have to one-up you every second of the day because I just walk around because I am who I am at the end of the day. Like I said, I used to be embarrassed about where I came from at first. I used to be fucking embarrassed. But now I don't see a reason to. And now it's in style to be poor. It's in style to be poor. The heck? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing. I don't know what's up with, with this generation. But my point is, don't make assumptions about anything, anybody, any place. Because you're going to catch the wrong person. And let's just keep it at that. Cause in you know in, in a way I feel like this this episode is gonna be a prequel to my next episode that I'm uploading also today, but it's it's a little prequel for for you for you guys. In this episode, summer days, summer nights, and GI, aka Gary, Indiana. Now let's get into Frenice's final thoughts. Alrighty. Frenice's final thoughts, y'all favorite time of the episode, but okay, I just like to, to clear up some misconceptions, everything anybody confused about in this episode, but and I don't think I don't think it's no confusion because I think I said what I said and I meant it, okay? Catch me outside. But nah, nah, really, it's just a chill episode. But really, like I said, um I take this as a humbling experience. Um like I said, it really shaped me who I am today, whatever. And I was like, not blessed my parents split up, but to get out of the situation I was in because who knows where I could have been by now. I didn't let that situation shape me. I didn't want to become another statistic. And at the same time, I don't wear that as a badge. I don't wear it as a badge. Like I'm here. I'm from here. I'm from here. I'm from here. Like who cares? Who cares? You just you just take that experience and you live your life with it. You don't let that define you in any way. You take it to the next level, okay? Like I'm doing. Like I said, shit's embarrassing. Shit's embarrassing. Imagine saying, I'm from Indiana. No. No. I'm going to hide that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm okay with it now, but like I said, like... I would consider myself more so being from Illinois at this point because I, I did do most of my schooling here, even though uh, I did uh, um, go every week um, to to my mother's and my grandmother's back in Indiana. So I would say it was more so I grew up in, in both households, but, but since I went to school more so in Illinois, I would just say Illinois. And I had no problems, like, even if it, like, even if you want to say you grew up in the suburbs, you grew up in the suburbs, I'm just like, Okay, like, and <laughs> I would say, like, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm from Gary. I'm just going to say I'm from, I'm from Illinois because that's where I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to c- come off as a certain way. I'm not trying to come off as hard. I'm not trying to do any of that. It's just, it's just the facts. And if you have your assumptions about me, about anything, whatever, like, like I said, like, like you're going to get the wrong person because that's always inside of me. And it just made me this way that I am today. And I am mostly coming, <laughs> if you didn't pick up the, the gist now, as you guys know, I go to the U of I in Urbana-Champaign with a large concentration of Chicago people, of sh- people that came from Chicago. I'm, I swear to God, half of this campus is from Chicago. And do I care? No. <laughs> I made a whole episode on it, so you would think like, oh, you don't care, but you made an episode on it. I made it because this is a fucking PSA, because y'all still ain't getting a PSA, because y'all still saying shit to me. Which is kind of what the next, a little, like I said, this is a prequel for the next episode. But, um, 
Who cares? Like, who cares you're from Chicago? Like, like you, like you're saying they constantly, constantly, constantly. And <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm still not getting it. And then I told my dad about it. He actually, he, he's from the South side actually. But you know what, what he says about that? He's like, He's like, I don't, that's embarrassing. He said, why, why would I want to be from the South side? Those black people making us look bad. I, I don't say I'm from there. <laughs> it's like, like I said, like, like this, like, I feel like it's more of a younger generation thing to really brag about this, this obsession, like this obsession to be hard for no good reason. And you want to obsess over it? Have your fun, <laughs> honestly, have your fun. But if you were really from the hood would you really bring it up every five seconds i don't know that's that's just a question on my part but like i said no shit is bad out there like i could have easily become a next statistic my mom could have easily been a a statistic my grandma could have given up every single time and like what gets me the most it's like like i said i was fortunate enough to leave that situation and not go to school there constantly 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 because do i think i would have been in the same position I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Like, I really can't go back in time, and I really don't have an alternate universe option. So, I honestly don't know. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, my grandmother, almost 70 years old down there, I can see the effects on her, and that breaks my heart the most. That breaks my heart the most. She doesn't trust having a fucking window open. She doesn't trust anybody. That stuff plays with you. Mentally, physically, emotionally. She doesn't trust anybody. She doesn't trust one open blind. She doesn't trust talking too loud. Any of that. And you want to brag about being from the hood? That's really fucking insulting. Especially if you're not from the hood for real. All of Chicago's at the hood. God, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you wouldn't brag about being from the hood. Like I said, you can say, like, I don't brag about that shit. But, like, just seeing that effects on her grew, grew up there, still there, that's nothing to brag about. That's fucking insulting, especially if you're a liar. <laughs> so, would I want to bring my kids to the hood just, just so I can have the, you know, the power of saying my kids from the hood? No. I hate that. I hate to see her like that. I hate that my mom has become a big black nigga. I hate that. <laughs> but that's just the way it is, guys. And I'm getting tired of y'all bragging and shit. Like, come on. That's embarrassing. But that is my freaking story time today for you. Is <laughs> my time growing up in Gary, Indiana, still living with the pains of the Indiananess. But anyway, <laughs> that is all for today. In the 36th episode, I like to call Summer Days, Summer Nights, and GI. All right, all right, all right. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I upload when I upload, most likely two to three times a week. For any questions or for my advice segment of my podcast called Offense for Advice, please email at fcoupe24 at gmail. And if you need me to spell that out, that is F-C-O-U-P-E-T 24 at gmail. And if you want to DM me on Instagram with nothing too freaky, it is Frenice Dubbies. And if you give me this brother out for you, that is F R A N E S E D A B E A. 
S-T. Again, I'm your host, Renee Coupe. And always, 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 always be prepared to offend to offend. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.